0: It's ookie, it's spooky, it is Detroit Strange.
1: Yeah, we're so happy you could make it. Yes. And also, just in case you're wondering, because we haven't done this in a while, that over there is Alex.
0: That other voice? That's Jess.
1: Yeah. I thought about that the other day. I was like, we haven't introduced ourselves. People might be like, who are these people? They might be like that anyway, but...
0: (laughs) Who are these clowns telling me stories on the internet? Mm Mm-hmm. We got names. (laughs) Sure do. Getting real close to spook- the end of spooky season, which, you know, Halloween. Mm-hmm. Love a Halloween.
1: Yeah. But yes, it is still October. It is still fall and all that lovely gloriousness.
0: Yes. I was just telling you about my Halloween costume debacle. Mm-hmm. So I'm like going to a cabin with my college roommates this weekend and like... We usually try, like, every Halloween we usually spend together, and we usually try and get, like, a picture of all of us in our costumes, so we decided that even though this trip is just, like, hiking and stuff, we're gonna bring Halloween costumes just to stage a picture, essentially. And, like, honestly, enjoy a little Halloween fun, because it's fun being in costume.
1: You can dress up anytime, so yeah, you can dress up at a cabin, even if it's just a few of you.
0: Yeah. It'll make it so much more interesting when the axe murderer comes.
1: Yeah, and confusing, really. It's a good tactic.
0: Right. So I originally, like... Like, the thing is, too, we're going to a cabin, so nobody's trying that hard. Yeah. Because I usually love doing a big, elaborate costume. Yeah, yeah. But this year, I pared it down. So I was originally going to be Eggsy from Kingsman. Like, it's the main mm -hmm. character of Kingsman. It talks like this, yeah? Bruv. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just because Jen is being Essex Jen... Which is literally just Jen dressed up like she's going out with her, like, cheetah coat and talking like this, babes, babes. Okay. Just, so I was like, that'd pair nicely. But, so I, like, like, decided immediately, okay, that's what I'm gonna do. I ordered, like, the Kingsman medal necklace off of eBay. Was supposed to be, said it was delivered Tuesday, still have not seen it. Uh Uh-oh. Also ordered a hat, just because he wears a hat. I don't have any hats. I'm not a hat person. Maybe I will be a hat person with this hat, if it ever comes. That was supposed to come today, but it keeps telling me if it's going to come. It keeps switching between today and Saturday.
1: One Mm, of those days uh is
0: very not helpful for me.
1: Yeah. It sounds like you need to get out the uh, cardboard and glue sticks.
0: Yeah, well, so I changed costumes last minute. I was like, what do I have around the house that can work? So... I found my purple blazer from Spring Fling. Mm-hmm. And so I decided I took that. And I was like, I have clown white makeup. So I think okay. I'm going to try and do the Joker.
1: Oh, okay, there you go.
0: Yeah. So I figured purple blazer. I've got like a spooky t-shirt that has like a skeleton hand that's like snapping its fingers and says can't relate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of going for like the Joker if he was in like a... 2000s alternative band kind of look.
1: I think that sounds inspired. Yes. That sounds fun, too, because it's a creative challenge, and that's always more fun when
0: they they come out. Right? I'm, like, almost kind of glad that stuff didn't happen because, like, Mm -hmm. it's a little more effort than a hat and a polo and a necklace. Yeah. And, you know, I like to play with makeup, see what I can come up with Mm -hmm. in terms of the face. If it turns out good, I'll post a picture. If not, I'll pretend it never happened.
1: I think that's exactly what you should do. That's a great tactic.
0: Yeah. So what's up with you?
1: Um not too much. Uh I'm trying to think. Watched a bad movie, but I enjoyed it yesterday.
0: Ooh, what bad uh, movie? What bad movie?
1: <laughs> it's new on Netflix. It's called Rebecca. Ooh. And it was just the first one that popped on when I like went into Netflix and I was like, uh-huh. this looks terrible, and I'm gonna watch it.
0: Was it spooky? Was it supposed to be spooky?
1: <sighs> kinda. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like this: this young woman falls in love with this like rich guy, and she doesn't know about like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so she goes to the the mansion, and it's kind of like overwhelmed because she's like uh, not from that background, and like he won't tell her anything, and everything seems kind of off when they get there. Yeah, yeah. So, it's not good, but I yeah. was entertained.
0: It kind of reminds me of, like, an, if, like, Get Out, from at least from the description, if Get Out and that, like, one hot horror movie where the girl, like, on her wedding night has to fight for her life. Have you heard, like, it came out last year and I then totally blanking on the name, but it sounded, it looked so good.
1: I don't recall that one. It sounds like a lot of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, like, it was, like, I remember the poster for it was, like, a girl in a tattered wedding dress, like, holding a shotgun. And, I'm, like, really hmm. blanking on the name, but that one actually looked good. I I'm Well, like, if you
1: think of it, let me know, because now I'm curious.
0: I'll Google it later and text you. Okay.
1: Yeah, this Which, one was, like, not scary, for sure. Yeah. But there was, like, a little bit of, like, mystery, you know, kind of, like, yeah. vibes. Yeah. And I don't want to give too much away, because, you know, everybody should watch it. It's terrible. And... Mm-hmm. It's it's very predictable, but there's, like, kind of a twist moment that it's, you're like, yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like the perfect kind of movie for this time of year. Uh, mm-hmm. I, like, I'm tempted to check out... Have you seen The Haunting of Bly Manor? Yeah, I watched all of it. What'd you think? Because I've only seen the Trixie and Katya, like, the queens who oh. like to watch Netflix thing they did for it. I haven't seen theirs. It's so funny.
1: It's... Very. If you like, the, like the haunting of Hill House, it's very different. So it's okay. like the same people, and it's got like the same, like chore or choreography, um, cinematography. So like the yeah. feels are the kind of the same, but the story because it is developed off a completely different story is. Yeah. I actually liked it more. Okay, I don't think that's a popular opinion, but it really is more. It's not just an ooky, spooky story. Uh-huh. And there's, like, a lot more... It's, it, it's definitely a lot more about, like, the relationships of the people that things are happening to. That's what I'll say. Okay.
0: On a yeah. scale from zero to spooping your pants, where would you put it?
1: I would put it as I balled my eyes out in the last episode.
0: Okay. Like, from fear or from emotion? Emotion. Damn. Yeah. I just,
1: mm, uh, relationship things get me. That's all we'll say. I get it. I did, there's, I don't know if this is, spo- you know what, if, if I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, I shouldn't say it. That's
0: Just say spoiler alert. Fast well, forward spoiler. like 30 seconds if you don't want to hear it.
1: Okay, spoiler alert. So there is this one line in the last episode, because the, the whole thing is this woman's telling this ghost story to a pe- people at a wedding, like the night before yeah. a wedding. <laughs> Uh, Which is interesting because you're like, why? It takes you a second.
0: I love it, too, because they played that clip.
1: Yeah. I also love the woman who's telling the story. I forget the actress's name, but I really, really enjoy her.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I forget what else I've seen her in, but I know I've liked her in everything I've seen her in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sounds weird. But she, she finishes the story. A bunch of people leave. And then the bride is in there with her. And she says, I think you started it out wrong. And she says, why? And she's like, You said you were gonna tell us a ghost story and you told us a love story.
0: Ugh. That fucking bitch.
1: Yeah. And that was like, oh yeah, yeah. That's
0: true. Damn. Yeah. I love it because they play the clip of her telling the story at the wedding, and like she like kind of like really abruptly, like, I don't know if she cut them off or just like right after they were done talking, it's like, I have a story for you. Uh Uh-huh. Trixie just like this bitch was like oh that's cute you got a story takes her earrings off you want to hear something just, <laughs> like just the power move would be like I have a story for you It's kind of what it's like I mean accurate yeah, though that's very exactly divine. yeah
1: but it's also interesting because I'm like you told a, tor- a story to these people for 10 episodes worth of time yeah or whatever <laughs> like, that's a long ass story the night before a wedding
0: they commented on that too like it's kind of a long one and nobody's like, gonna encourage that they're just like oh it's a long story we gotta go <laughs>
1: Well, and some of them are, like, standing, like, some of the people listening. But I think it's also oh, supposed God. to be that, like, we see more because we're seeing things. We're not just right. hearing those stories. So we're seeing the small details. And, like, her voice only chimes in every once in a while. And that's the story, t- you know.
0: Right. Like, she's giving the synopsis. We're seeing the whole thing.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, actually, ev- oh, after she leaves telling the story and she's by, bi- oh, just. Mm, now I feel like I need to watch it. Yeah, I, did they dislike it?
0: No, they. I don't think they dislike. They said it was just really scary, and I don't do well with really scary.
1: I didn't think it was that scary. I mean, like okay. it's freaky. Did you watch The Haunting of Hill House?
0: I didn't. I heard that was very scary too.
1: That one I would say was scarier out okay. of the two. It's still freaky, and there's still, but there. I don't know. It's like more the children stuff. There is chill, like children being weird.
0: Creepy British children are the yeah. creepiest.
1: Also, they're the sweetest children, like that's the thing is like they
0: didn't seem that sweet from the clips. They looked a like little assholes.
1: They're not though they're actually they're very sweet, perfectly splendid, like fuck off <laughs> she says that all the time, actually,
0: yeah, you don't need a catchphrase girl, get murdered, yeah.
1: I would watch it. I didn't think it was too scary, but I don't know where my threshold is. I don't like things that are too scary, generally speaking.
0: Me too. And I feel like such a bitch of a horror fan when I'm like, oh, is that scary, though? Like, it's kind of the point, but I'm also like, I got sleep to have, you know?
1: I'm also not going to lie. I watched it right after coming off of uh, Schitt's Creek, which also made me cry a lot. So I was also... Uh, Because I got on that train real late because I was one of those people who I didn't know until more recently that apparently everybody thinks the first five episodes or so are really slow, which I tried watching it twice. And I was like, I I just can't I can't commit to it. One was even earlier this year.
0: I need to do it.
1: You just got to get through the first five episodes and then it's freaking amazing.
0: Okay, because that's the thing is like I always wanted to love it. And everyone's like, it's Mm -hmm. so good. It's so good. You'll love it. And then it always bums me out when I watch it. I'm just like, I don't know about this because I love most people in it. Jump ahead. Yeah. Maybe I will just come back. It's probably like nothing like super hard to follow.
1: Basically, all you need to know is they were rich. They're not rich. They're now living in this small town in a motel. Yeah. And then if you you'll catch on to everything else and it doesn't matter. And then it really just becomes a lot about like relationship building, which like, an improv we always learned is, like, the most important, Yeah, you know, an interesting aspect to watch. And they really kind of, like, did that really well. The, the deeper you go into it, it really is about them with them rather than their situation. And yeah. I think that's the shift is, like, those first few episodes are, from what I've heard from a lot of people, too, they are a little slower. But also they're building the story and they're not building the relationships because yeah. they have no relationships they're when they get the there. Premise. Yeah. hmm And it was new. Yeah. Again, I tried twice, and I just couldn't get, and I had several people tell me, no, 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 like, you just have to, like, get past that hump, and then it gets better. That's good to hear. It will be a go-to rewatch show from now on. Like, that's going to be one I loop back to.
0: I believe it, because I I love Catherine O'Hara. I love her.
1: She's amazing.
0: I love Dan Levy, too.
1: All three of them are really good. The sister's
0: not part of the family, but she's in the show
1: yeah she's yeah she's a different like a town character in the show yeah. which i thought was interesting yeah and then actually there's there's one of those specials like where they're showing them recording the last season and they get like a bunch of behind the scene things that comes on right after you're watching it i definitely cried during that
0: too. oh for sure i
1: was like oh like it was all them crying at all these scenes and stuff but they they really hit the nail on the head with being funny but also having like those yeah. moments of like oh my heart.
0: Uh, yeah, I'll have to give it another shot. Because so I think it's the same thing. I've tried it twice,
1: but mm-hmm. I know
0: I haven't made it past the fifth episode.
1: Yeah, I just so. thought I wasn't... A sh- I was like, this isn't for me. I don't know why everybody would think this is for me. Right, I felt the same thing. It was too predictable, I think, for me. Yeah. was the thing, and it was slow. So it was just like, I see the humor, but it's not it's not catching me right
0: it kind of just seemed one of those like the first couple episodes i saw it just kind of seemed like one of those shows where like there's a funny moment every couple minutes but like just mm-hmm. dead air between them and there's not mm-hmm. enough happening between the dead air to make it worthwhile
1: yeah and again i think um they just need to define their stride a little bit more and yeah. i think they needed to get some of that story out in the beginning so that right richen
0: you need a little exposition.
1: Yeah. And maybe there was a little too much right away. Like I think mm-hmm. that would be the main thing. But it gets really good from there. And now I get it and I'm in and I'm I I, I understand all the Etsy stores, the memes. They make me laugh now. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. I want more of it. I'm sad it's done, but also I think it's genius that they complete like I love when a show exits early because their ending is always well done.
0: Yeah. That is like that is a very real thing, because sometimes shows go... It's it's like the Bat... Or Spider... Whichever superhero. You know I don't superhero, but the quote of, like, either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And I think it's mm-hmm. very true for TV shows. Like, I remember Scrubs. Yeah. Do you remember the last two mm-hmm. seasons of Scrubs?
1: No, because they were terrible.
0: Yeah. Like, it really should have just ended at the episode... I can't remember what season it was, but there was, like, one episode... Where they 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 pretty much had an epilogue projected on the hospital of like, uh, JD and whatever Sarah Elliot yeah JD and Elliot's like life together. They did a prologue mm-hmm. of that and then like, I don't know if the show moved to ABC after that or if that was the last season, and then they did Scrubs Interns, which was just like, huh. that was just
1: I'm trying to not Keep like it go going. but
0: yeah yeah, but no
1: that other episode that's the end episode because.
0: Right. I pretend that there's nothing else beyond it. That is one show I've been meaning to go back and watch because I did love it so much in high school.
1: I've been actually re watching it in the background, kind of when I don't know what to watch, but I'm also under uh, producer Patty's uh, advice watching, um, what is it, The Last Airbender?
0: I love that show, Avatar The Last Airbender. I watched that earlier in quarantine. What do you think? What do you think?
1: I like it more than I thought I would. Like, I it's not that I thought I
0: would dislike it. It's very compelling. It's a very interesting world they've created, I think.
1: Well, and they get into some stuff that's, like, le- some legit theories. Yeah. Which is the part that's interesting because, honestly, like... So I've been kind of diving into the world of spirituality and stuff more. Yeah. And so I've been doing, like, some research, some reading, and things like that. And some of the stuff they're getting into... Is some of the stuff I feel like I've been researching and reading, which is so funny, but they're making it in this like very palatable and it's this other world, you know, or other version of the world type of way. But it's interesting because I'm like, oh, you get into some theory, but you're making it like understandable or relatable. I don't know.
0: It's
1: my mind was blown a few times.
0: How far into it are you? I love that show, by the way.
1: Book two. I forget exactly what episode I ended on. Okay. I need to rewatch one of them cuz I was editing our show and yeah. sometimes I do that and then I I get a little bit out of it. But see, yeah. Now I'm a little fuzzy because I didn't pay attention in the last. Exactly episode. how I am a
0: Scream Queens right now because like I decided it'd be a good idea to start an episode at like 11 p.m. on a work night. Mm-hmm. So I immediately fell asleep or was like trying to stay awake as hard as I could but not really absorbing anything.
1: Okay, yeah. I've know. been
0: loving Scream Queens. It's so good.
1: I knew you would love that show.
0: It's very my vibe. Yeah. It's horror, but it's so campy and just yeah. like bitchy and just ridiculous.
1: The second we were watching 1984, which is like kind of campy.
0: Oh, for sure. But much
1: scarier than Scream Queens, I yeah. think. Like Scream Queens cheeses it up a bit more.
0: Yeah, it's I very campy. It's like how.
1: How have you not seen Scream Queens? This is, That show was literally made for you to watch it.
0: I love when I find stuff like that. Like, oh, someone, Taylor made this for my tastes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's one of those things.
1: I'm so glad you like it.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: well,
0: I, th- I was just saying, say, are you
1: sipping on anything?
0: I am. It's very um gone because I drank it all. But I was it must drinking have been good. Witch's Brew. So nothing crazy oh, exciting, okay. but I'm drinking it out of a little stemless wine glass my sister got me that says Creep It Real.
1: Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Uh, I could not find Witch's Brew for the life of me this week. Really? I didn't. I didn't go to like a ton of places. I went to one local grocery store just because I needed a couple of things, and then I needed to go to CVS. So I had a marathon day yesterday of errands. I was about to say,
0: CVS is usually my hookup. No? And I went to
1: one near you. Not the one really near you. But the one at the freeway intersection, if I were going to see you, because that one's big. So usually like they do have most of the things. So I went there, you know, I was like, well, I guess a few other things. No, which is, and they have a huge like wine section at that particular one. Yeah. And no, nothing. And I was really sad uh, about that.
0: I really wonder too, if it is just like a Michigan thing, because I like. I think so. Like, I feel like it is such a Michigan thing. I wonder if other, if you listen to the show and you have Witch's Brew by you, let us know because I'm very curious.
1: If you're in another state and you have something like, okay, so Witch's Brew is by Lil Sellers here. Yeah. And it's just, it's a sweet red wine with like mulling spices, basically. Yeah. If you have a version of that or a different one or a different local one, let us know.
0: Yeah, very curious. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of the best part of fall. Honest, well, not the best, but like yeah, one of the best. Simply the best. Better than all the rest. It's so
1: funny you sang that song, and we just talked about Shit's Creek forever because that song has like deep meaning. And
0: I, I'm Creek? excited
1: for your yeah, I'm excited for your journey. And remember, just remember that you sang that song in this episode when you're watching the whole series. Okay, and it's one of the most adorable things you might cry
0: oh what are you sipping on over there
1: i got slightly fake fancy today i have a bunch of rosemary because i've been putting rosemary and sage in everything that i bake or cook yeah so i saw a tick (laughs) tock naturally somebody lit one on fire you put the glass over it you let you know let it yeah fill the glass so i did that with my rosemary sprig i filled the glass with rosemary smoke and then uh I had some nice gin. So I put a little gin, a little bit of bitters, uh, and some lavender simple syrup.
0: Ooh, that sounds delicious.
1: I did put a little bit of a uh, white wine spritzer on top of it and some water because I don't have LaCroix or anything. And LaCroix yeah. would probably have tasted better, but you make
0: do with what you got. Quarantine is like chopped times.
1: You do, and I haven't had anything like this in a while. And I just I love fresh herbs, so I wanted to celebrate the rosemary this week with the lavender
0: yes yeah i think uh i think it's time for a story
1: i would love a story
0: i've got one that's got everything it's got the ooky spookies it's Ooh. got the unique it's got Ooh. the strange oh so have you heard of the cadu cafe
1: yeah, I've been thinking about it, actually, for a while.
0: It's, like, I literally, like, triple, quadruple check the list, because I'm like, have we talked about this yet? It's getting to that point where, like, I, a lot of times I have to, like, double check. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, Cadu Cafe is a Belgian bar and an old speakeasy. It's located at 4300 Cadu Road in Detroit's East- Am I saying it right, Cadu? Cadu is how I've always Kaju. heard it. Cadu. The damn French.
1: Yeah, I can't say for sure I'm correct, but I've heard it that way from multiple. Looking sources. at it now,
0: can you? I don't want another mm-hmm. Sam Hain incident. It's around that time of year.
1: I think about that all the time because now yeah, now you see Sawin uh written everywhere and yeah. always like Sam Hain.
0: Sam Hain. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen from the stage, Sam Hain. <laughs> Uh, oh, but the Kaju, so it's located at 4300 Kaju Road on Detroit's east side, kind of on the border of the Gross Points. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure which Gross Point, but like, it seemed like multiple, so I just said the Gross Points.
1: Well, it's definitely a Gross Point, like legit Gross Point. Maybe Gross Point, I don't know if it's Woods or Farms. There's too many. There's too many, there, there's yeah. too many
0: yeah, Gross Points. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I yeah. shan't and I won't. So, it's a Belgian bar. It's known for its steamed mussels, which I guess are like mm. a Belgian thing. And also feather bowling, which I finally looked up what feather bowling is because I had no idea before this.
1: Okay, couple things. Yes. I want to go feather bowling really bad. So, you have to go with like a big group of people. Also, pandemic blah. Yeah. Other thing, the mussels are so good. I've been there for mussels specifically a few times. My dad and I have gone. And it's I was going to been... ask if you
0: had them because I didn't. I mean, my mom, I was talking with my mom about this earlier and like, so I was bad. like, have you ever had them? She was like, it's kind of like a texture; they're too fishy for me. So I'm like, okay, but you liked them.
1: Yeah, I love. See, I love seafood though. So like, it, it, there's things that are fishier that I don't like as much. Mm-hmm. I would say. I mean, I like. No, but mussels are really good. Yeah. No, you go there though. You get that. You get like the little sides of bread, so you can put it in the little butter sauce Ooh. and stuff. And like, they have three different sauces, I think, for the mussels. Mm-hmm. Like three, you know, or whatever yeah. blends that they steam them in. Oh, you can also get french fries and dip them in the
0: sauce. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I think I've only drank, I've drank there and I've had karaoke there. I've drank there and I've done karaoke there. They have great karaoke night when it's COVID Mm -hmm. times. So just given the history a little bit, like no exact year is known for when it was built. Like most articles just say it was the early 1900s and Mm -hmm. some of them said the 20s, some said the 30s. So just kind of early 1900s, we'll say when this place was made. Okay. But either way, it was founded by a pair of Belgian immigrants because I guess there was a large Belgian population in Detroit at the time, at least in that area. So, makes sense. Makes sense. It was a speakeasy at one point when Prohibition was a thing, which, Mm -hmm. lol, Prohibition. Uh, (laughs) Can you (sighs) imagine? Prohibition gets me sometimes, but... I mean, different
1: times and different...
0: Yeah. Again... I can't, I shan't and I won't.
1: You have people like, like Carrie, Carrie Nations.
0: Carrie Nation. Coming in hard. I was thinking about her this week. I was like, mm, Carrie Nation. I think,
1: I think about her a lot now. <laughs> After learning who
0: she is, I'm like. Carrie Nation. <laughs> so it was a speakeasy during Prohibition, and it also was a general store at one point. So I'm kind of thinking oh. that it was probably lined up of like, the general store was kind of a front and they had the speakeasy.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: But that's my... That's me jumping to conclusions. Mm-hmm. But in 1962, the original owners sold the bar to another Belgian family, the Devos family. I think that's how you pronounce that. And they're the owners now, right? Like, that family? I read that they actually sold it in 2018. Oh, okay. Okay. So, they would go on to run the bar for another 55 years until 2018, when the bar was sold to musician John Rutherford and Paul Howard, who is also a co-owner of the jazz club, uh, Cliff Bells, oh, which is another okay. place yeah, I'd yeah. never heard of. Have you, have you heard really? of Cliff
1: Bells? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Cliff Bells is sweet. It very seems my vibe when I looked it up. because mm-hmm. So for those who don't know, I did a little side note about Cliff Bells. Is It's a club built in 1935. It's still open now as a jazz club. And it was recently restored to, quote, its Art Deco Splendor. Splendor. That's how you say that word.
1: <laughs> it's really fun to go inside of there. I've been there only a couple times. It's been a while since my last trip, but it's pretty great. It's mostly like nicer cocktails.
0: Right. So the the two, John and Paul, who bought it, they plan on continuing the Belgian traditions, uh, like the steam muscle and the feather bolding, mm-hmm. and they gave the following statement in a press release about the sale. We're looking forward to carrying on the legacy left by the Devos family and those who ran it before them. We might not be the caliber feather bowler as they are, but we will have plenty of time to practice. So,
1: so they're But they're into keeping it,
0: basically. Yeah. so like, Keeping I, we, it real. One of my sources was the website, like the Kaju Cafe website.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But it didn't mention anything about the sale. It just kind of said, like, Belgian. And it mentioned the Devos family. The D family. What is Mm -hmm. it with this podcast? And last name to start with D that we cannot pronounce. I don't know.
1: We're not good at it.
0: Shout out to Karen D. She's been liking our post and I love that.
1: I was just about to say that. We should say hi to her. Thanks. Yes.
0: (laughs) The only Karen we allow on this podcast, Karen D. Mm -hmm. For now. Yeah. There can
1: be other good Karen. I don't want to discount all Karens. That's true.
0: That's very true. Because of one
1: generalization.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like, Becky a few years ago, like ah uh, Becky, or Susan. Becky, Susan, and Karen mm-hmm. are all like, and then Felicia when that was a thing, and like
1: yeah, my name's always had kind of weird connotation, so I completely Jessica. Yeah, it had kind of like a like a party girl kind of uh, like vibe back that. in the day, or like almost like a valley girl kind of situation. I feel like in like my name's Jessica hmm and then I went to high school, and everybody was named Jessica. There were so many Jessicas in my high school, so it was many. very much
0: the name of the times,
1: no yeah, my parents thought they were being original
0: i mean they
1: they tried, yeah. yeah, they did their best. If I was a boy, my name would have been Zachariah, so like really it just it worked out for the best
0: i would i mean same if I was a girl, I would have been Shelby. <laughs>
1: Oh god, we both we lucked out. We dodged
0: bullets. We, <laughs> we dodged, dodged bullets. Some,
1: we dodged some bullets. Although uh, I knew a lovely Shelby once. She was a little Oh I know plenty of lovely Shelby, but
0: can you imagine me as a Shelby? I just don't think the name fits.
1: I don't know, like Shelby.
0: Like Shelb.
1: I think you'd be like a sassy Shelby. Actually, yeah, I can see it.
0: <laughs> okay. Alright. Yeah, I guess it could be a sassy Shelby, but like I don't think it fits me, but I mean if you could see it. Whatever. I think you'd
1: make it work, 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 work. Oh, definitely. If you needed
0: to. You just gotta own the name.
1: It's true. I can't imagine myself as a Zachariah though, so I'm very glad that I didn't. Yeah, imagine. that's very
0: much a name. That's a very like it's not like Zachary, which is like that's a whatever. Like you could definitely go no. by like Zach or whatever, but Zach I don't know, I feel lot. like sounds very biblical too.
1: I was gonna say I th- think I'd have to like live out my time just like being in reproduction or er, uh productions of Godspell.
0: That I feel like you'd have a long beard too.
1: Oh yeah. Very ill-fitting clothing. Everything would be very loose and drapey.
0: Yes. But so feather bowling. we yes. Um, feather bowling. We were talking about how it's kind of like hard to like you gotta get a group for it. It's not like something you just yeah. do. So Yeah,
1: no, it's definitely a group activity, and I'm not Always the best at getting groups together.
0: Yeah, interesting fact about the Caju Cafe though is it's one of uh, only four locations in the world outside of Belgium that hosts a feather bowling league, and I'm pretty sure it's the only one in the U.S. that has a league. That's cool. Yeah, but, like I th- it's just like like I said, it's got a lot of unique stuff. So yeah, and I really want to try it. But like, so feather bowling it hails from Flanders, Belgium, where it's known mm-hmm. as Travolin. And so the game is not so much like bowling as it is like bocce ball or curling, or honestly shuffleboard okay. it kind of sounds like. So the balls are made out of wood and are shaped like cheese wheels, so kind of like round but flat. Mm-hmm. Um, And they get thrown down a dirt or like some kind of synthetic alley that's like kind of trough shaped or like the bottom of a U, so it's like curved but not too curved. Mm-hmm. And so the goal is just to get the balls in the target areas. And the reason it's called feather bowling is because at the goal, there's a feather sticking out. I don't know if that's still the case, but that's just traditionally why it's called feather bowling. Mm -hmm. And how you score points is at the end of a round, whichever team has the ball closest to the feather, they get a point for every ball that's closer than one of their opponents. So Okay. And the first one to 10 points wins.
1: Okay, so I like really games cool. with that yeah me too. kind of thing. Like a fixed score yeah. you have to get to.
0: Yeah, like that. Fucking uh, a cornhole. Played some cornhole this summer. Always a good time.
1: Yeah, I have not played that. so I'm so bad at it. Unless
0: Have you ever played Can Jam? No. It's a Frisbee game, and I'm so bad at it.
1: Oh, I know what it is, though. We had that when I used to work at a bar, and we had like a back patio area. I oh, think my they God. Bought it. It's like the Frisbee, and you throw it just in the little pop-up. There's like that weird things, like, tube the thing. There's a
0: slot for the frisbee. You could also go to the yes. top and you have to like slap it in.
1: I used to have to set that up, actually. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Yeah, all the backyard games we had because we had cornhole there. We had that canned jam or whatever it's called. Yeah. We had a flip cup or not. I, I'm sorry. We had a beer pong table I would have to set up every morning, which oh, I yeah. thought was the most hilarious thing to do at
0: work. Got to set up the beer pong table. Go ahead.
1: Jenga. The big Jenga. Yeah. all That's the fun.
0: Did you ever watch Anthony Bourdain's show on the Travel Network? No reservations. Uh-huh. Oh yes. Kaju Cafe was actually in an episode in 2009. You saw I it? saw that one. You saw it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. He was loving it. It seemed like he was mm-hmm. a big fan. That's his like bread and butter. Is
1: places like that like oh or, for sure that was um
0: R. his R. bread and butter. Yeah. So kind of just like to talk a little bit about its legacy. Like it's definitely a Detroit staple. Kind of like. Most people have at least heard of it, if they haven't been. Andy Misaraka, the former, I think, I don't know if he's there or not, but he was brother of the former owner, Paul, calls it an epic landmark, stating, Going to spring break in my 20s, and it seems like everywhere I go, if I'm wearing a Kaju Cafe t-shirt, someone always knows the place. Aww. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And last but not least, the Uki Spookies. And this place Yay! has got them yes uh so this i'm excited this place will pop up often on like most haunted places in detroit which i was like doing a bunch search of searches like haunted places detroit is the most haunted place in michigan by far is what it seems like but mm-hmm. uh um, although
1: the up's can give it a run for its money if you include the up as a whole yeah like
0: oh definitely some there's a lot up there. of stuff there there's some yeah But, um, so there's, like, three main spirits that are said to be seen around the place. The first and probably most seen is Yvonne Devas, the mother of the former owner. And she's been seen in the bar area and even sitting quietly at the table. And one article mentions her looking for Lonely into the distance. Just kind of like, yeah, I'm like, oh, pretty Yvonne. Yeah. Uh, And she's also apparently seen wearing the same dress, which, you know what I say to that? The only thing worse than an outfit repeater is an outfit rememberer. <laughs> so the second spirit scene is her husband, Robert, and he's usually seen in the basement. And the last and most spooky is there's an unidentified male spirit that will come in the front door and just, like, freak out whoever's around. Just, like...
1: <gasps> yeah. Oh, no. Isn't that spooky? Just
0: that a door opens and a ghost walks in? Like, I can't. I can't. I shant that I won't.
1: I might want to
0: yeah I don't Uh, know
1: I'm on the fence yeah I want to see something but I don't
0: (laughs) I know exactly what you mean because that's exactly how I felt like the whole time we were in Eloise was just like I kind of want to see something but I don't know if I actually do yeah and then there's also reports of things moving on their own and like being touched by unseen hands just general spooky spooky stuff yeah but that kind of Brings a rap to the Cadu Cafe.
1: It's weird because the other day, so I was just like looking into ha- when I was doing research for my last episode. I was just like look- I went down like a little bit of a rabbit hole of just like haunted footage from like investigations and stuff like that in Michigan. And I ended up on a Cadu one. Oh nice. Yeah. And they had I think the kids, I mean they're adults, but of the the two former owners who are said to haunt it, like in the investigation, which was interesting, mm-hmm. and at one point they had what are the the metal rods that you use? Dowsing rods. In the asylum. Dowsing rods. Thank you. I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. Um, Words are hard
0: sometimes. I get it.
1: Yeah, but they had the one girl using those supposedly, like with the mother, and uh, yeah, and then they went in the basement, and were contacting the father and stuff like that. So it's interesting because it's like very fresh in my brain. So it's interesting you chose it.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. What a coincidence. That's
1: fun. Now I want to go get some muscles and I want to learn to feather bowl and then maybe see a ghost.
0: (laughs) Yes. All (laughs) those things sound lovely. I would try muscles.
1: mm -hmm. I think we need to make a list like a um,
0: post quarantine party list. Post, Yeah. Down for it. Yeah.
1: And then we can slowly attack it. And I think, yeah, muscles and feather bowling. Yeah. I think had you are a must.
0: Of course.
1: Because, yeah. Every time I drive Hopefully by it, I'm like, even go oh. on a
0: karaoke night and belt a few tunes. Maybe. <laughs> I miss karaoke at the ghost. I night. do
1: miss karaoke. I think about it often. Uh, Lisa and I did a karaoke night once, just the two of us here, and it was fun.
0: We used to do that at my old apartment with my room, the roommates I'm seeing this weekend. We used to just like do like YouTube karaoke where we just pull up the lyric videos, sit around someone's laptop, and just shout scream at our kitchen alone.
1: Well, we did that, except for we also, so Wendy bought me that karaoke mic. mic. Yeah. Yeah. So we do it with that karaoke mic. And then it's just basically, it's not really that different. Yeah. I mean, there's less people and, but you also go more. So that actually was kind of worse to go so much because we just like went back and forth. Yeah. And it was like, I just want to sit for a minute. Right. I don't, I don't know what song to do. I don't, I don't know what song to do next. Like, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. We also got deep into like a 90s grunge rock.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: thanks to Lisa, we got deep into the 90s grunge rock.
0: Love it. And that. then I followed suit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. No I, problem. again, love that place. Me too. Look forward to visiting again.
0: Me too. In the meantime, do you have a two truths and a lie for me?
1: I do have a two truths and a lie for you. And I actually did this one like three days ago. I'm very proud of myself. Ooh, Your two, two, some lie topic is all about (laughs) spirit Halloween stores.
0: Oh my God. Fuck me up. I've been to one spirit Halloween so far.
1: I've been to none this year, but I'm okay with it. But usually I dip into one or two a year. They're not great.
0: I'll put that out there, but they're fun to peruse.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, they're fine. They're fine. They do what they do.
0: Right. They have their purpose.
1: And this is from actually two Mental Floss articles. One of them is from this year. One of them is from, I believe, 2018, if I recall correctly.
0: Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Yes.
1: Okay. So, number one. This year, Spirit Halloween is struggling to keep astronaut helmets in stock. (laughs) Okay. Fact number two. Employees don't get a discount on items until after the season has ended, but then it's a whopping 80%. Okay. Fact three. It started as a Spirit Women's Discount Apparel store.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um. I hope number two is a lie, because that would suck to not get a discount until after. But I feel like that's probably true, because they're trash. Uh, (laughs) Um. I think we we'll go with the last ones. The lie.
1: The last one is true. Okay. Uh, Spirit Women's Discount Apparel was the first business venture from California entrepreneur Joe Marvier Mayor. Sorry, uh, when he noticed how much success the costume shop next door was having around Halloween, he decided to swap his regular apparel for costumes for a limited time in 1983. Mm-hmm. Sales were great. Next year, he opened the first pop-up Spirit Halloween shop, which brought in a hundred thousand dollars worth of revenue in just one month. And Damn. he said. That's what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. You find your thing and you stick to it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to go for number two is the lie.
1: Number two is the lie. Thank God.
0: Oh, thank goodness.
1: Employees, they actually, they do get 80% in November once clearance sales begin, Mm -hmm. but that's because their regular discount is 30%. And then in November, everything is 50% off starting November 1st. So they do get that that nice 80% discount though. Oh, yeah. Pretty much everybody who works there loves Halloween. Yeah, of course. They just love Halloween. And they'll, I guess, generally get along decently because they already have something in common going into it. Yeah. So going back to the astronaut helmets, they are having a hard time keeping them in stock because of of the popularity of a smartphone game called Among Us, which puts the player in the role of a space explorer. Huh. I mean, I've never heard of that. And apparently it's a big game.
0: Yeah, I don't smartphone game all that often, so I've never heard of it, but that's interesting.
1: I mean, I play a terrible one, but I, I it's always a new terrible one, like, every two months. because oh, I yeah. get sick of one and delete it, and yeah. Yeah. But this is disgusting. You ready for something disgusting? Yeah. People are still trying on masks.
0: Oh, no. Despite orange
1: signs everywhere saying, do not try on. Ugh. It's a big problem, apparently, that people are still just putting them on all over. And this is all over the country, like. I get hesitant what? to touch
0: things in the store unless I'm, like, really interested in them. I couldn't imagine putting a mask on.
1: I know. And I've actually only touched something and put it back. And I feel so bad every time I've, like, put something back. Because I'm like, oh, my God, I touched it. But then I'm like, I'm poor.
0: Yeah. I I get it. <laughs> I, I like Especially, too, because I just, like, I do love to shop. And sometimes shopping involves touching a lot of things. So yeah, I always make sure to, yeah, like, no, wash had- and sanitize after. And before. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then this is just one little extra side note. Some employees have seen some spooky things. Ooh. Some Spirit Halloween employees say it can also be the site of spooky events. Mm-hmm. An associate and I have seen things swaying on the shelves as if someone walked by it, though nobody else is in the store, Jamie says. Ooh. We've seen a few shadow movements as if people were hiding behind a corner. The funniest one was at closing time. One of my associates yelled, Ooh, and we heard a guy's voice say something in response. It totally freaked him out. It was one of our sound activated hanging animatronics.
0: That would be a kind of a spooky store to work at.
1: Yeah. Definitely. And they do have like a lot of like animatronic stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Animatronics
0: are creepy for reasons not what like I know it's supposed to be scary, but like when I used to work at a haunted house. Like, in the haunted Mm -hmm. house I worked at, was, like, in the middle of woods, so it was, like, run on generators. And sometimes when the generators were off, the animatronic would still go off. Mm -hmm. And it was very spooky.
1: Oh, even... So, I grew up going to Chuck E. Cheese's. I know Uh, about scary animatronics, because those ones weren't supposed to be scary, and they were the most terrifying fucking things on the planet.
0: Have you ever heard of a game called Five Nights at Freddy's?
1: Yes, kind of. I mean, heard of. Don't... Yeah. Yeah.
0: I played the first one. There's, like, 12,000 of them now, but, like... Mm-hmm. uh it basically it like takes place in like an abandoned chuck e cheese type place where it's yeah, like, the it's animatronics like the out to get you yeah 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 spooky spooky
1: for good reason though because they were they were terrifying yeah
0: no thanks loved chuck e cheese as a kid but that part always scared the bejesus out of me they just recently went under which i'm kind of like part was like oh that's over and part was like i'm surprised this didn't happen sooner <laughs>
1: yes and no i mean it is kind of a bummer because i do like the idea of like you know arcades for kids i think it's a yeah.
0: place for kids to be a kid or whatever their yeah thing was. yeah
1: um but all the kids stuff is going out yeah and yeah toys r us is gone like that's weird too
0: yeah they struggled for a long time though
1: yeah anyway
0: i think, that's I, think that, I think that pretty much wraps us right we're wrapped wrapped like the show on Food Network that went behind the scenes of your favorite food, We Are Wrapped. Although that show is called Unwrapped. Just kidding.
1: With that guy from the, the Dare Summers. show. yeah. Mark Summers. Mark
0: Summers. From Unwrapping. Double Dare. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Mm-hmm. So unlike that show, we are wrapped, not unwrapped.
1: We're like the opposite exactly. of that show.
0: We are the opposite of that show. But if you would like to follow us on social media, seamless transition um so smooth yes uh <laughs> so our instagram and twitter at detroit strange detroit strange on facebook and our email address if you have anything you want to tell us detroit strange at gmail.com
1: yeah and if there's anything you're curious to hear about let us know you know if you want to support the show we do have patreon detroit strange and make sure to subscribe rate review if you know somebody who's into this stuff too throw our name along to them and Really, I think. Until Until next time. time, Stay Stay
0: strange. strange.
1: This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Our theme song was created by Detroit duo, Sex and Violence.